a thought leadership strategy to podcasting means that you might not exactly be looking to use your podcast to generate leads. It's more about generating brand awareness or personal brand awareness for future sales like speaking engagements, books that you might want to sell later on these topics, and things like that. So really just establishing yourself as that thought leader rather than using it to generate immediate leads. Welcome to another episode of Listeners to Leads, where I'm helping podcasters launch and maintain a lead generating show. I'm your host, Alicia Galati, the CEO and head podcast strategist behind Galati Media, a full service podcast management company. On this show, you'll hear my guests and I discuss everything it takes to launch a successful podcast and keep it running. If you're ready to get leads, land speaking gigs, and create deeper connections with your audience through your podcast, then this is the show for you. Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about using your podcast to create a thought leadership platform. Now, there are so many ways to do this and so many values to using your podcast as a thought leadership platform, but let's go ahead and start by defining thought leadership first. So thought leadership is really about creating value and sharing knowledge around your expertise, but it's even more than that. It's about taking a stand that might be different than other people in your industry, which allows you to separate yourself from the rest of the experts in your field, right? So if you are a thought leader, usually you are innovative, you have new ideas, or you go against the flow of those that are in your industry. What I love about using a podcast as a thought leader is that it's a very easy way for you to express these thoughts and express these values and share that knowledge without having to write blog posts or get featured in all of these different places. It's a much more undersaturated space than other places where you might share your thought leadership. Now, the thing that you have to also realize, though, is that according to some statistics, and the statistics I'm looking at are from the New York Times when they did a review of some stats from 2021, so they might be a little old, but it still gives you an idea of where thought leadership is going, especially post-pandemic. So during the pandemic, there was a lot of people coming out as thought leaders or experts in their field and very knowledgeable and going against the grain and just more of an ability for people to share their expertise. We saw the same thing in podcasting and we talked about that in our previous episode where we talked about the future of podcasting and what that actually looks like. Be sure to listen to that episode. It really talks about the stats behind podcasting the future of podcasting, what's going to be important for those who are business owners using their podcast to generate leads. Now, a thought leadership strategy to podcasting means that you might not exactly be looking to use your podcast to generate leads. It's more about generating brand awareness or personal brand awareness for future sales like speaking engagements, books that you might want to sell later on these topics and things like that. So really just establishing yourself as that thought leader rather than 
using it to generate immediate leads. I believe that podcasting can definitely be used for both. I know here on the podcast, we do talk about listeners to leads, but I still think that those leads don't exactly have to be just your listeners. It can be future book sales or future event sales or future speaking engagements that you're able to attain because of your podcast. Back to some of the statistics. Let's talk about why thought leadership is important in really being able to create this brand awareness. In this New York Times article, it shared about what thought leadership means to decision makers. And when we think decision makers, these are the people that are within big organizations, the people who are running these events and can get you in front of the right people. So those are the decision makers. Decision makers are spending time each week consuming thought leadership content and articles. These decision makers really need high quality content because they're spending about an hour a week reading or receiving thought leadership. 71% of these decision makers actually said that less then half of the thought leadership content that they are consuming actually gives them valuable insight. That's really sad. And that means that there are more people coming out with what they would call thought leadership content, but it's not actually high quality material. It's not high quality content that's going to allow these decision makers to feel inspired or to take action. So That is where, you know, I talk about this a lot, this idea of making sure that our content is high quality, not just on the audio side, but in what we're actually talking about, making sure that we're not just saying, oh, well, I have to come out with a new episode next week, so I'm just going to wing it and hope that it sticks or hope that my audience is interested in it. No, you have to create content that your audience actually wants. So even for this episode, when I was thinking about, okay, what do I want to talk about for the rest of this year? How do I want to come up with this content? I had someone ask me about using a podcast for thought leadership. And what does that look like? We work with organizations and nonprofits who are using their podcast to create that brand awareness, to create that thought leadership so that they can stand out in their industry. There's so much value in using a podcast to create this thought leadership platform, but it has to be done right. As we saw, most of the content that these decision makers are consuming is not quality content. 55% of these buyers also said that if a piece of thought leadership content does not pique their interest within the first minute, then they move on. So you need to grab their attention right away. You need to be able to bring them in and excite them about what it is you're talking about. So these are just some strategies that you can use to ensure that you can show up as a thought leader. The last statistic that I want to share is that 63% of these buyers and these decision makers say that thought leadership is important in providing proof that an organization genuinely understands or can solve your specific business challenges. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory, but if you really think about it, when you are able to create a connection via a comment or a DM 
or a blog post or even a podcast episode, you're able to connect with that audience and that listener and that individual on a deeper level. So when you're able to do that and show that you are an expert in your field, it allows you to be thought of as, hey, this person knows what they're talking about and I wanna go to their organization or I wanna go to them to get my problem solved. Now, why is a podcast a great place and platform for getting your thought leadership message out into the world? Well, the first is that podcasting is evergreen. So it doesn't matter what the algorithm is doing. It doesn't matter if you are boosting a post or boosting content. Your podcast episodes can continuously be repurposed, reshared, and turned into so many different aspects and pieces of content that you can then redirect people back to listening to the episode. It's also SEO friendly. So if someone is searching for a topic that you specifically educate on or talk about, then hopefully your episode is gonna show up top for them. Another one is that it's a very easy way to plan out your content, to share it, meaning you can have solo episodes where you are sharing your expertise, or you can have guests on who are also thought leaders or who have very similar ideas or topics that they can talk about that you can also share your insights and your ideas behind. So that way it's more of a conversation rather than the guest coming on and educating but you're still able to share that you are an expert and that you know what you're talking about. A podcast is a very easy way to educate on things like thought leadership ideas. If you were to have a video series or you were sort of going to do TikTok reels or even a five-day challenge or any of those other ways to express content or express these thought leadership ideas, those ways might be fine for sharing it, but the traction you're gonna get is a lot less. So you're gonna be a slave to the algorithm. You're gonna be a slave to whether YouTube wants to share your videos. When your podcast can be one place, you can show up, you can then repurpose those thoughts into individual videos or into reels or into static posts. There are just so many different ways that you can do it that you don't have to worry about what the algorithm is doing or if it's actually working for you or against you during that time. Because it's not a how-to or a here is how to cook this recipe or this is how to string up your Christmas lights or this is how to do this or that. Those will be great for video, but because you're literally just sharing ideas and you're sharing your thoughts and you can express that excitement and that engagement with your audience, a podcast is a fantastic way to share your knowledge, to educate your audience, and to show up with some authentic thought leadership as well as brand awareness for yourself. I also wanna note that A podcast is not a quick and easy, down and dirty way to do it. As I said before, if the decision makers and these people who are going to either share your content or not, if they're not interested within the first minute, 
then they're not going to listen to your episode. They're not going to share your episode because they didn't listen to the whole thing. And you want to be able to create something that is quality for those listeners. So make sure that you are putting the effort in. And I've talked about this before, but just as a reminder, if you are worried about showing up on a regular basis for your audience or showing up regularly, doesn't really feel like something that you have the capacity for, then maybe a limited series podcast is for you. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing bad in that. It's still a way for you to express those thoughts and to reuse that content in a million different ways. So don't be afraid to use a podcast strategically (laughs) as a thought leadership platform to start that thought leadership that you are desiring to create, right? I truly think that podcasting is a very, very effective and unique way to share your thought leadership. It's a great place to start your thought leadership platform. So if you have questions around using podcasting as a thought leadership platform, creating a podcast, send me a DM. Let's talk. I'm happy to chat through what that might look like for you. Even if you're looking at the limited series, we still do those as well. And I'm happy to support you with that. Until next time, happy podcasting. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Listeners to Leads. If you found something in this episode valuable, I would really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend who you know would also get value from it. Want to send me a message? My favorite place to hang out is Instagram. You can find me at alicia.lottie. Let me know what your favorite takeaway was from the episode. And don't forget, turning those listeners into leads is actually easy.